Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Oh, we have a, uh, while you do that, we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, good morning. I mean, good afternoon. It's uh, Paul E.C. Paul Cormier, yes. Hey, Paul. Heard you last night on The Weekly Dion. Killed it last night, actually. Yes. Always a pleasure to join those two uh, well-steeped educational men. Yes. Well, I, uh, Ben is uh, educational. He's uh, he's an educator. He's an educator. Yes. yes. Educator. He's an educated, educationer, educated guy. He, no, it's educationer. Oh, my goodness. He's all those he's things. He's educated. <laughs> he's all those things and more. That's right. Yes. So I listened to the uh, Queen thing. Yes, yes. For for yeah. those for those just joining us, we did play uh, because Scumpy said if you play another one bites the dust by Queen backward, you can. It actually did sound like he was saying, uh, "What was it?" Uh, smoke I heard another smoke one. Smoke another one, and yeah, people yeah. don't understand, or they don't understand, or something. Yeah, yeah. I heard smoke another one. Smoke another one. You know what I heard? I heard Scumpy's number one. Scumpy's number one. That's that what really I heard over and over again. Actually. Right, mm. right. Well, Scumpy is number one in he our really hearts. Is. Yeah, in our hearts. In our hearts, he is number one. He'll always be number one. Even though he plays that satanic rock and roll music <laughs> and did uh, I... turn uh, Michael Martineau to the dark side. Oh, boy. Yes. He did. I wonder how he actually... Uh, first of all, the backwards with uh, Smoke and Other Ones kind of lame. Yeah. Well, where kinda... did he did he learn that on the internet or he said... I'm wondering if he sat down and smoked another <laughs> one one night and just played another one bites the dust backwards and said, "Hey man." He said that, that when That sounds like when, when another one smoke another one. He said that when he was a kid, I think I think he had a friend who played it for him backward and it sounded like that. So And what is the other thing other than smoke another one? What were we supposed to look for? Uh, I don't know. I don't even remember. Was it, was it just smoke another one or you said people don't understand? Yeah. Something like that's what I heard, but I'm, I'm groggy. <laughs> I'm on like no sleep for the past 24 hours. So it might be, might be that Ryan Gorman just shared in the uh, Facebook live chat, a link to, uh, and I think I may have heard this before, uh, DJ lobster dust, lobster uh, dust, queen versus Satan. Uh, it's fun to smoke dust. All right, I feel like that's... I feel uh, like I've heard this before, but I wonder if this is also based on another one, Bites the Dust. Music. They say you turn around, you make the music... 
Actually, I'll play that after because it sounds like there's some talking, but I'm curious to hear it. Yeah, you know, these rock and roll bands uh, like Queen and Kiss and Van Halen, they're all very subversive. Do you not agree, Paul Cormier? They're all leading us oh, down uh, the primrose path. I, to- I totally agree, especially uh, the ba- that band, uh, what is it, uh, the Van Halen? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. The Van Halen, yes. Van Halen. Yeah. The, the I mean, their first single was called Running with the Devil. I mean, come on. That's exciting. Come Dear on. God. The Dear writing's God. on the wall. Help us. Yes. It's 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 quite terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happens if you play Running with the Devil backwards. Oh my goodness. It goes praise God. Well, yeah, that, if that actually happened, I, as it, as I, oh it, as God. it should, as it should do that, be, that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. I hope that'd that's be what crazy. happens. Right. Well, and what happens if you played fat bottom girls backwards by queen? <laughs> uh, it turns out he's, uh, singing about, uh, skinny young men. Oh, exactly. Okay. That's probably oh what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen right. I've seen memes. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna go there. Never mind. Wait, 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 no, wait. Not, no, come nah. on, man. No, no, no. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's too far. Go too ahead. Much. I'm Sorry trying to be. Me. I'm trying to be more responsible. Friday. There's no need for responsibility, I'll, I'll nor responsible. is come there on, room man. for responsibility. Let me let me just say, people. So something about. Uh, let me put it this way. I can I can do it in a in a less on PC way than I was going to people okay. some, something people get wrong about Freddie Mercury is they mm-hmm. talk about him uh you know like people who are critical of him or critical of Queen they talk about oh he wrote these songs about like fat bottom girls when he was actually gay so 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 that was dishonest or whatever which is stupid because number one it's art so you you know it doesn't matter Right. Art, art can be anything about anything you want. Song lyrics can be about anything you want. But also, too, right. he, he was not technically gay. He, Freddie Mercury was. No, bi- he wasn't. He was bisexual. He had been married That's to, right. to a woman. So he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, so when people say that, it's like, uh, first of all, it's it's a just a silly thing to try to pick on him about. But second of all, it's not even accurate. You know what I mean? Uh, this is something that bothers me when when people do that, when people talk about Freddie Mercury like that and. You know, try to make it sound like he was some sort of charlatan because he was a gay guy running, you know, writing songs about women. You know, it's like, no, he, he liked women. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Well, for a lot of people, bisexuality doesn't exist. You know what I mean? If, right. Yeah. If you're into guys, forget about it. You're not into women, period. Right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've been with. 18,000 women in your whole musical career or even your normal um, janitorial career, if it be. If you've been with 18,000 women but you slept with one guy, forget about it. You're gay. Right. You are gay. That is how a lot of people think. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. but, but if you've been with 18,000 women, um, I think you got a little bit of an issue there, playboy. You know what I'm, I'm thinking of, too, is like I, I have a close friend. I, I hope he's not listening. I'm not going to say who it was, but I have a close friend who, not recently, but probably 10, 15 years ago, we, we were having a conversation about Judas Priest. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I used to be a big Judas Priest fan, but then once Rob Halford came out that he was gay, those songs just don't mean the same thing to me anymore. And I looked at him and I'm like, 
What's the difference? I just, yeah, and I and I was, I didn't say to him what I was actually thinking when he said that. But you're because what I was actually thinking was, are you an idiot? Those songs don't mean the same to you anymore now that you know he's gay. Like, what's wrong with you? But I think I said something a little more polite, like. Really, why should it matter? It's music. It's whatever interpretation you choose to put on it to begin with. It does. Why would the sexuality of the individual who wrote the lyrics matter to you? Which was really well, just some, a polite. Well, you know, to some yeah. people, all of a sudden, the guitar is gay and the drum is gay <laughs> right. and the yeah. bass guitar is gay. Oh my God! Well, this living after midnight. You hear that awesome drum <laughs> riff at the beginning? Midnight, it's gay, says. right? Yeah. <laughs> he goes living after midnight. Yeah. Well, he said more after that, uh, oh, Christian, he... but you were talking over him. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Paul. Yes, yes. Um, no, that w- but it, th- th- that was that was funny. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's uh, people are uh, people need to lighten up a little bit. Right. Yeah, they do. I yeah. mean, get lose the homophobia and yes. uh, realize that bisexuality exists. Right, Matt. Right, Matt. I don't know what. Well, what. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. At, well, actually, now there, there's also the Kinsey theory that uh, that that it's all on a spectrum. Like it's not even a matter of being gay or straight or bi. That it's that there's a spectrum of sexuality, and that you just fall somewhere on the spectrum. Right. Well, Matt, when you and I were lovers, I don't think anybody had a problem with it. Nope. No one. Well, that's only because we looked so good together. Exactly. That's right. And that was way back in the 70s during the uh, Studio 54 days. Well, at Studio 54, I mean, that was a spectrum unto itself. I mean, anything <laughs> went there. I mean, uh, th- that night we had with Cher, I still think about that every day. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to have to fill me in well, on this she's one. The, she's the one who hooked us up. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ooh, that was a wild time. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, and she's still to this day, 45 some odd years later, she can't accept that you and I can just be good friends. I know. Oh. You know how she is. And she, and she, yeah, I know. And she always was like that, too. She always was like that. I know, that. I know. Ugh. The moment we met, she's like, go ahead, you guys, kiss, 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 mm-hmm. go ahead, kiss. And we were like, can we slow things down, yeah. Cher? Why don't you go back out and dance for a little while? No, you got to kiss Do you remember right that? Yeah, she was uh, awfully pushy. Yeah. Yeah, and then Carly <laughs> Simon came in, mm-hmm. and the three of us were just hanging out, having oh. some cocktails. She was cool. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah. Uh, I, I still worry, though, that song, You're So Vain, might be about one of us. I think it might be. Mm. I think it might be. She hasn't revealed that yet to this mm, day, no. 47, 46 years later. I mean, we all we all kind of know it's James Taylor, but she's never confirmed it. I don't want to talk about James Taylor right now, Matt. I understand. Oh. I don't either. He and I, he and I are still on. You know, uh, you know what happened. So forget about James right now. Right. I always thought Livingston was nicer, anyway. Yeah, his little brother is a much nicer guy. Mm-hmm. Much better sense of humor. Yes. Much broader mind. Yes. And uh, more fun at threesomes. Threesomes, quite frankly. <laughs> oh my. Hey. Whoa! That went zero to hundred real goodness. quick here, folks. Whoa! It's getting warm in here. <laughs> that went zero to hundred. Well, are you going to deny that? Well, I'm not going to deny it, but I mean, I'm not going to confirm it, but I'm not going to deny it. Certainly. Well, okay, that's fine. Plead the fifth. That's Plead fine. the fifth. Yes, yes. Oh boy! Well, that reminds me of a story that I hear occasionally on the uh, on the morning show. If I can find it, you Which? know, you know the you know the the story. I mean. 
Which one are you referring to? There are many, many stories we have on the morning show. There's, yeah, exactly. Uh, did I find it? I think I found it. This one. I was in a foursome, just me and another guy, and we were two guys I never met. One guy had to be 70 years old. You know that story. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's all coming back to me now, Mr. Doyle, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we used to, he'll never admit it, but we used to see him at Studio 54 occasionally. That one's from Zero. Of course. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will never admit it, but he does show up. Yes, oh, yes. We have the pictures to prove it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow, those were good times. <laughs> But he hung around all the time with Leo Sayer, the guy who sings You Make Me Feel Like Dancing, yes. that one-hit wonder douchebag. He always hung around with him. I never understood that. Uh, oh, man. Uh, yes, I know. Well, uh, they were uh, very good friends, apparently. Very, wow. Very good friends. I just friends. never understood Mike Doyle and Leo Sayer hanging well, out. Uh, Paul, it's not for us to understand. Right. Yeah. Just sitting there drinking Jameson's. Jameson's and whole milk. Yes. What kind of drink is that? It's, it's, it's disgusting is what it is, uh, Paul Cormier. But it's not for us to judge. Right, exactly. Hey, they had a good time. We yeah. watched them. It was fun. Right. They danced all night. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, boy. I like flashing back like this, Matt. It's fun. I'm sitting here like, wow. Yeah, Seems Chris, like you guys had some wild days back when you guys... You were born too late, Christian. You this missed out. This isn't fair, man. You missed out. All I really the, did. All the 70s. All the 70s. Oh, my God, yes. The 70s, Studio 54 down in New York City. Matt and I were on fire back then. Yes. Barry, email Barry Manilow sometime, Christian, and ask him because about Barry the shenanigans Manilow, that Because Barry Manilow will, will respond to me. No, I'll probably just get left on red like I always do. No, I don't know. He probably has a whole manager now. He's a nice guy, Manilo. He's a nice I've guy. Heard, I've heard him play. He's really good. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, like he might not answer you because he's a busy guy, but exactly. go ahead and email him anyway, Chris. Okay. I'll email him anyway. Yeah. Well, all right, Paul Cormier. Well, we're going to have to uh, well, wrap up because uh, uh, Rob Azevedo is going to be that. coming in for Granite State of Mind. It is uh, Friday. Oh, that's okay. Oh. You tell Rob I said hello. I've been sitting in my car now for a half an hour anyway in front of my house, so I guess I'm going to go in. Um, oh. That's a little weird. Wait, 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 though. Before you go, uh, you have something to plug, don't you? Yeah. Um, do I? Let me see. Oh, <laughs> yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. yes, I do have something to plug. <laughs> tomorrow, I will be at the annual Manchester Christmas Parade hey, with me Peter too. White at 4 p.m., Come on down. We'll be broadcasting live for Manchester Public Television right in front of Margaritas. Say hello to us. We'll be the guys with the big, important headphone microphone things on our heads. Yes. Hey, I'll actually be in between your booth and um, Radisson Hotel actually filming and stuff like that because I'm working oh, on something. Well, you'll be, you'll be way on the other end, but no, we'll, be, we'll, we'll gonna, be thinking of you, Christian. No, I'll okay? be, no I'm going between <laughs> both of them. Think I'd miss you, oh. huh, Peter? No. Peter's All with right, you, well, right? come on down and say hi to me and Peter then, okay? For sure. Well, very nice, very nice. All right, so that is I'm tomorrow. tomorrow, man. Wow. Tomorrow's going to be fun. The big parade. Yep. Well, and all right, the 5K. Uh, all right, Paul Cormier. Well, thank you very much for the call, my friend. All right, Matt. I, uh, I love you. Take care. Uh, you too. <laughs> it's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. 
Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> there you have it, folks. The that was, bromance. That was very nice. All right, before we have to go, I do want to play this. Let's let's give this a, a quick uh, listen here. Oh, man, because you're the devils. You're the demons, and you know that. Your music, rock and roll, is a satanic, is a satanic music. When you, they say you turn around, you make the music go back, and you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. You make the music go back, you make the music go back, you make the music go back, you hear Satan. Today's message is a solemn warning to all young people who listen to rock and roll and heavy metal music. Satan knows he only has a short time to deceive the earth, so he's using music as his antichrist tool to deceive the masses. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. I'm finally beginning to unravel a bizarre and fiendish plot designed by Satan's antichrist system to corrupt pervert and ultimately enslave the youth of this generation. Another one bites the dust. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. Satan's satanic takeover of our youth through rock music. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. All rock music is dangerous. I want to tell you that today, even some of the mellow stuff that doesn't sound like it has anything in it that could be deceptive or even misleading. I started asking God, can you show me how he's doing it? I wanted to have proof positive. Now, Queen has a song called Another One Bites the Dust. We have the same reaction the first service. The kids went, oh no, not Queen. Not Another One Bites the Dust. Another One Bites the Dust. All rock music is dangerous. Another One Bites the Dust. Today that Satan has planted his lyrics in the music, and some of it is subliminal. That means it's down at low decibel levels where you wouldn't hear it audibly as you play the music at the speed that you, or the high uh, sound levels that you would regularly play it. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. Satan has planted his lyrics in the music. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. There's another message going on below the surface. This is called subliminal programming. You make the music go back, you hear Satan speaking. But I want to say something. I don't believe that this particular masking was intentional. I think that this is something that Satan himself put into the music. Let's play it forwards. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bust the dust, ow! Another one bust the dust, hey, hey! Another one bust the dust, hey! Okay, I'm gonna play that for you backwards. It's the next cassette. We'll have to put a new cassette in. And on this next cassette, I want you to hear the secret message. It's over and over and over. It says, it's fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. You listen to it and tell me if it's not there. Let's play that. message was? 
<laughs> it's fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. Now I'm gonna play that backwards for you once more for those of you that are skeptics. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Ryan, for sending that. But here's the Dude, trick, though. That was yeah. But here's the trick, though. So because you hear him say, you know, you know, that's subliminal programming. The only reason we hear it is because he said it, right? Yeah. If See, we weren't listening I got half for of that it, message. If, I smoke. I heard smoke another one. And yeah. Then after he said, it, I I heard it's fun to smoke marijuana. Right. See, that's, that's the trick because because the pastor, you know, with what he's saying, he puts it into our minds. That that's what we're gonna hear. Mind washing then, us over here. And dude. then that's what that's what we hear. So that's brainwashing. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was interesting. Thank you, Ryan, for sending that, and thank you, Scumpy, for bringing that up earlier. Well, come on down to the Hop Knot at One Thousand Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady. Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Matt? How's it going? This is Tony. Oh, hey, Tony. Wow, we usually hear from you late in the show. You're calling early. This is great. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I know. I usually wait till the end, but I heard that intro. That intro was pretty cool regarding the uh, Christians. Oh, the uh, that's uh, Mrs. Betty Bowers. America's favorite Christian. Oh, really? Is that just regarding Christians? Well, what is it? Well, Mrs. Betty Bowers, so she's... Um, America's she's favorite Christian. America's best Christian. No, I'm oh. America's favorite Christian. Yes. That would be Billy Graham's son is the favorite. So, yeah, you can find oh, her you, you can find her on YouTube. Cool. I, she's a like satirist. That. That's pretty cool. Uh, um, are you also are you also going to do something regarding Muslims? Mm. Or, hmm. Well, we don't make well, you don't subject. put anything about them or make fun of them. Well, I don't think the uh, I don't think Muslims are currently uh, oh. engaged oh. in a preposterous. Go ahead, uh, I, I didn't hear you. Right, I don't think the Muslims are currently doing anything that's. Uh, Currently, uh, like I, I always uh, like to make fun of oh. the quote-unquote war on Christmas because I think it's very silly. Oh, so, you, so you're not making it fair for everybody. You're just picking on Christians, or you're just making fun of Christians. Or I'm not. Uh, are you going to make fun of everybody? Well, so, next oh, week. Wait, let me let me answer his okay. question, John, because that's important. Uh, I'm not making fun of Christians. I'm making fun of the concept of the war on Christmas. Some of my best <laughs> friends it. are Christians. I just think like the whole me. war on Christmas thing is very very silly. And I like to poke fun at it. Yeah. Oh, do you say Merry Christmas or do you say Happy Holidays? Just curious. Honestly, I don't really think about it much. I say get out of my way. Oh. I mean, if I'm, if I'm speaking to someone who, you know, I'm not a big holidays guy to begin with, so to be honest with you, I don't go oh. out of my way to say much to somebody. But if Did somebody, you ever get a present for Christmas? 
I've gotten many presents for Christmas. X-M-A-S. Oh, did you call it Happy Holidays, or did you call it Christmas when you were little? Oh, always called it Christmas. I was uh, raised oh, in a Christian good. home, and it was Christmas. Hey, listen, I'm all open for, you know, all this stuff, and there's nothing wrong with it. Just make sure you make it even with everybody and make sure we put on something about Muhammad. Why? That's and, uh, and some of the Muslims. T- Tony, Nobody's I don't know. Insulting Buddha, Christ. Buddha and the rest of the guys. T- Tony, I don't know if you're aware of this, but that's not how comedy yeah. and humor and satire work. There's no like equal time rule. Oh. Holy smoke! Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. There's I mean, you could funny about Islam and and Muhammad. Not to me, not particularly. No, that's not something oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. Really, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you should try it. Though. You, you could should try it. Why, oh, why not? Is, is that offensive to people? Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, and, and doing that towards Christians is not? I'm not doing anything toward Christians, Tony. I'm making fun of the concept oh, well, of the war sure on Christmas. Make sure put on something about Muhammad. Why? No. Why, why are you, know, you have this, you're not talking about Buddhists. You're not talking about Zoroaster or anything. Oh, you you have too. a, uh, can I say the word A-P-I-D-O-M? You have a this thing about right. Muslim, Just make right? sure we're doing it with everybody. That's all I'm trying to say. Why? Sure the listeners are probably saying the same thing, saying, Tell me? Wow. There's 200 million Christians in America. Let me talk every to religion. you. Tony, Tony, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Tony, I'm gonna take a wild guess that you're probably, maybe you and one or two other people listening feel this way. When you say everyone else feels this way, I think that's uh, a bit over the top, don't you? General statement. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think what happens is a lot of, a lot of the Christians, some of them are peaceful. You know, not. I mean, everybody's, everybody has their own attitude and stuff like that. But you know what it is, is that. They, they won't say anything. You know, I'm not afraid to say anything to anybody at any time. Sure. Whether, they're, whether they're Muslims, whether they're Christians, I don't care. That's what we have, freedom of speech. I'm just, you know, I just don't like when people think they can make fun of Jesus. Or I'm not Christians. making fun of Jesus. Let me make sure you put on stuff though. about Muhammad. I'm not making fun of Jesus. Just I'm put making some funny skits on them. Tony, I'm making fun of a very specific segment of people when I play that. And it's not even me doing it. It's Mrs. Betty Bowers. But I think it's funny. Could you I'm making do, fun. All Tony, I'm saying is could you also Tony, do that? let me Why? talk. With Islam Hang on. and Muhammad. Let me talk for a minute. Tony, let yeah. me, let, I'm going to say this one more time. I'm not making fun of Christians. I'm making fun of a very specific sect of Christians, people like Bill O'Reilly, who go around claiming that there's this oh. secular war on Christmas, yeah, but and that let, it is offensive. Make, Tony, let me finish. Let me finish. Tony, let me finish. Okay? I'm talking about these people who Whoa. go around. Sound like you're getting upset. Dude, it's my show. <laughs> no one's like forcing the bu- you. He likes the John, bully. Let, John it's doesn't want me to talk oh. either. It's a bully. I Tony. can't hear you that good, sorry. Tony, listen to me. Okay. I'm making fun of the people who go around getting all butt hurt because, oh my God, I was in I was in a department store the other day and I heard someone say Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Oh, and I'm so offended by that because clearly they hate Christmas and they hate Christians and they hate Jesus because they had the temerity to say Happy Holidays. I think those oh, people are were asinine. They, were they, uh, did they happen to be, were they Christians or Muslims? Tony, I don't care. I'm just making fun of people who propagate this whole war on Christmas idea because I think people who push that are silly. All I want to hear is, listen, if you're going to say stuff about Christians, 
or put skits on about Christians, make sure you do it about Islam. How many times has he said this? And Buddha and yeah, Buddha. Mother Earth or whatever they are. You know, that's all I'm saying. Right, because are, are they? Is there some sort of war on uh, Buddhism that I'm not uh, that I'm not aware of? I mean, you know, I, I I'm making know. fun of a very specific concept, Tony. I'm not making fun of I Christians. Know. I don't know. This is United States of America. Well, you know, dude, freedom dude. of religion. I, if you if you go to their countries, I don't think you can celebrate freedom of religion. Can you? Hi, what do you what do you know about foreign? What do you know about foreign countries? Depends what do you know the, about foreign countries? Have you ever lived in one? It depends on the country. Have you ever have lived I in a foreign ever country? Lived in one? Tony, let me no, ask you I've a question. Tony, have I? I've been there. Tony, I've by me? Places, Tony, by me? They don't celebrate. If you're a Christian, they hate you. So, Tony. Oh, sure they do. Tony, by me making fun of the war on Christmas, do you feel that I have somehow impeded on your freedom of religion by I'm doing not, that? Listen, I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I'm just calling... Because I heard the beginning of the show, and I was just like, wow, that was funny. I hope he does skits about Islam and Muhammad and Buddha and, you know, Mother Earth and all that stuff. Just make Mother- it fair because it's all about diversity, right? Yeah, that's not, how, that, but that's not how comedy works. You find comedy where you find it. No one goes out in the world and says, I, I got to do something funny. I'm trying to do something oh, I, funny, so I, I, I need Matt, to make I gotta sure. I got to call you back because I'm just pulling them all to do some Christmas shopping. All right? <laughs> well, Merry <laughs> Christmas, oh, Tony. Man. Merry Christmas Merry to you. Christmas. All right, bye-bye. There is a phrase down I, in the South. What a great way to start the show. There's what a, a phrase down in the South, this Matt, man, but sac- we can't say it on TV. It's actually good radio. But, that was no, great. That was great, actually. <laughs> not I really. Loved I loved it. I don't think it was. I, I do. I do. This is a guy that doesn't give a damn. No, it's not that he don't give a damn. He's speaking up about something he he he. I can't tell if he thought wrong. Like if he. You're thought using the was... word think. There's no thought in what, what just happened. Oh my god! I just realized something. <laughs> so what's Tony gonna think when uh, when Diane comes in here and we share her new Christmas music? Oh man! <laughs> is it with an X? No, it's, no, it's 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 uh, the the songs have Christmas in the title. It, I wonder if that will uh, change Tony's mind because he thinks I'm making fun of Christmas and Christians and all that, or is he still going to to think that I'm some sort of religious bigot because I don't sit here, I haven't played something funny about Muhammad or or Buddha. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you be talking about Buddha in a country that's? Overwhelmingly Christian. Well, that's the thing. I yeah, mean, yeah. Well, like, what what would be but then even you have the, the point? Freedom. Then you have the freedom of religion aspect, though. It's the way you can talk about Buddha. You can talk about well, Muhammad. Yeah. You can talk about Jesus. You but can you talk about whatever you reason. support, even if it's the pasta god. But what some people don't <laughs> oh, yeah. understand too is freedom of religion works all the way around. So I'm free to pick on. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. 
June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. Anybody I want. You have to have a reason. To and, to, and, to, and, to, and by the way, and Tony's free not to like it. Mm-hmm. And Tony's perfectly free. I mean, and Tony, I, I, just so you know, you're still welcome to call anytime. I don't want you to think I'm upset with you or anything. Sometimes, I, I mean, I actually would like to be challenged on things. Sometimes I think the show's a little too much people agreeing, except when this guy's here. He, he always yeah. finds a way to stir it up. That guy, John. But oh, uh, the, tarot, the tarot told me to communicate differently. Oh, he, yes. Well, you, you go through Can phases. we make fun of the tarot gods? Mm. I'm sure Tony would appreciate it if we did. I can't think of anything funny to say about the tarot gods. Well, there must be someone on YouTube must have done a parody about the tarot mm. gods. The tarot gods. Let me look it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up on YouTube tarot gods uh, this parody. Is small G. Okay, right. See what Tony doesn't realize is we make fun of God G A W D of the great bourgeoisie of America. Stephen Philbrook in the uh, Facebook live chat says, Happy Holidays, Tony. <gasps> I say oh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Oh, my goodness. Since the, mas- <laughs> since the Messiah. Air horn on. Since the Messiah is uh, September 15th birthday, uh, we are kind of uh, you know off the mark. There's a band called uh, Tarot. That's why, uh, you know, you have the incongruity of shepherds out there in uh, Judea at a time of year, if it's December 25th, where it's freezing and they wouldn't possibly be out at that point with their sheep because, you know, under the old, old myth, it's September 15th. That's the day. But they uh, borrowed Saturnalia, you know, the uh, Church of Rome. Well, before we get any further in the show, I want to remind everyone, of course, that uh, we are sponsored by the Hopknot. We are. God bless them. Yes, the Hopknot. They have The Hopknot, man. The Hopknot at, uh, at, and when I say God bless them, I mean God, may, oh, may, God may, bless America. May the Christian God bless them. And and other gods too, if you like. But I'm just you know the like. gods for, you know, of terror for, for Tony's for Tony's sake. Uh, the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street in the Brady Sullivan Plaza, New Hampshire's premier establishment for delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer, they have wine, they have board games, they have trivia night Wednesday nights tonight. Uh, we celebrated uh, Mr. Hopwood's birthday there. In fact, I was going to celebrate my birthday there last Friday, but I slept through my birthday. Oh well, I think I I think I messaged you and I was like, Hey Matt, what are you doing Friday? You want to come celebrate my birthday with me and like nobody else because i don't remember getting a message you from didn't you read it that. you didn't read it until oh right after. i don't always read things till later he didn't yes. read my uh, thing yeah, i wanted man. uh elvis costello red shoes i could swear it said warren zevon excitable what was that boy you wanted to talk that to was me about? So, i'm wondering that's off camera oh yes you wanted uh john hopwood to be your grandfather figure oh, correct boy i i am no, old I enough know. to be his grandfather right yes all right. That just got excited. It's nice to know that, you know, well, my jeans finally got got tall. Poor Diane. She's probably on her way here, and she's like, oh, I, oh I can't. Uh, she's like, I'm walking I into just can't. Tarot card. Is it the tarot cards or the tarot gods we're looking up? Uh, I couldn't find anything yet. Yeah, the tarot, tarot gods. gods bless Matt oh, Connerton. Okay. Oh, how okay. nice. 
So uh, let's see in the DJ Facebook live chat. DJ that we love. Hello to Brian Mackey, who is Brian. a top fan. Uh, Stefan says, uh, Stefan is a top fan. He says, oh my God, I can't stop listening to these crazy, crazy questions the Republicans are asking during this hearing. Beside me. Uh, Stefan says, just checking to see if I have the top fan thing. Yes, you do, Stefan. You clearly are a top fan. And guide uh, Michael Martineau is in the Facebook live chat as well as Christian Lacoste, and they're here. I'm not in there no more. I left it. I left it too. Oh, oh my goodness. I think, they're, I think they're lying to you. Wow. Stefan says these professors are schooling the Republicans. Yeah, except for Jonathan Turley. He seems to be with the Republicans, but the other three, uh, I agree. Uh, Stefan says he loves Warren Zevon. He's dead. Yes. Stefan says uh, that. It ain't more. That is Christian. Oh, uh, Stefan's asking if you do any Warren Zevon covers. Warren uh, Zevon, who's that? All right. Oh, no, I'm no. hearing about so many new musicians. The Werewolves of London. John, I'm talking. Please don't interrupt me. It's no fun. <laughs> right. I've, I've, I just want to make it aware. If I um, if I go, if I, if I get frustrated with John, it's because I had to spend the last hour with him. You enjoyed yourself. He, he threw me as, as uh, on as host for his. TV show without telling me. And then it's like, hey, go sit here. And I'm like, oh, okay. But no, it was a great experience. By the way, Diane just uh, texted me. She's uh, in traffic. She's running late, which, oh, I, yeah. which okay. I think is code for she was listening to the show and she's like, I'm going to yeah, let I things simmer like, down before I get there. No, I don't think so. No, she's no. she's she's tough. She can. Uh, but uh, Stefan says, Crunk Christmas is absolutely stupid. Whenever a Christian tells me to say Merry Christmas, I tell them they need to put the Christ back into Christian. Oh, I like that. I agree. Uh, Stefan says, what about the Festivus? Festivus for the rest, for of, the rest of us, yes. Uh, That's what see. Heidi, Honorable Heidi Hamer celebrates. Oh, uh, Jenny uh, joins us in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Stefan says I should hang up on Tony. I don't like to hang up on people. I really, really don't because I, I think that discourages. No, uh, mute them. I, I, want, I actually want people to call and argue with me. I, I do. I'm not like upset with Tony at all. The only thing I get upset with is when someone says something and then they won't let me answer them. Um, let's see. Brian says, if you shut up, Tony, you can hear LOL. Yes, that's true. Uh, Stefan says, uh, hang up on him already for Christ's sake. Uh, Chuck Colanzas joins us in the Facebook live chat. He is the uh, owner of Panucci's. Uh, Brian Mackey says, okay, I'm going back to the TV. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stefan says, happy holidays, Tony. Oh yes. I read that already. Happy holidays. Uh, Jenny says, uh, Jenny says, Hey, what about my peeps? Yes, why don't I, perhaps Tony would enjoy if I um, did something to make fun of Jewish people. But, uh, you know, actually, we did play that. Um, Yesterday. Wasn't wh- what was that song that you. A take a walk s- on the kosher side. Take a walk on the kosher side. Maybe I should play that right now for Tony. By, uh, somebody in the Gelfetta fish. Oh, it's very funny. Here, Tony, I hope you're, uh, I hope you're listening. <laughs> He's doing his Christmas shopping. Well, yeah, I know. In a, but maybe, in the mall. maybe he's, maybe he's listening on his phone. No, I thought this was really funny. This was uh, something uh, John Hopwood uh, recommended. Here, we'll play. We'll play this. It's it's really good. Yankel quit the west side, Daisy, eh? Went cross town and joined YMCA. 
consumed bacon and pork. He began to enjoy. Took off his yarmulke. Yid was a guy. I said, hey, uncle. Take a walk on the kosher side. I said, hey, Nudnik. Take a walk down Fairfax. And the members of Adasa go. I should was shocked when he heard the nose. He couldn't believe that he and Jesus fought about Jews. I said, how can we be the same? Bend this long hair, she's got a Mexican name. I said, hey, Hush, take a walk on the kosher side. I said, hey, kid, take a walk down Fairfax. Why, you brock. Why don't you meet a nice girl? Why do you need a, a shiksa for that dirty, that filthy? Meet a pure one, a clean one, a clean one, a pure one. Hey, Bob, it's one of the stars in picture shows. So he straightened his hair, kept his teeth, and fixed his nose. Changed his name to Les LaRue, then talked to the pride of being a Jew. I said, hey, Abe, take a walk on the kosher side. I said, hey, whatever your name is, take a walk down Fairfax. Yeah, give me a, give me a forward there, will ya? Go in the corner there, get me a Danish here, I'm sick, I can't walk up there by myself. Give me a cup of coffee. Will Katz was taking his bar mitzvah lesson. Cross the street, a shiksha was undressing. Then one day, to the rabbi's surprise, Katz was shown the way he was circumcised. I said, hey, Katzy, take a walk on the kosher side. I said, hey, Nudnik, take a walk down Fairfax. And the members of the Dutch go. I grill a thing like that for you. know what's gonna happen? Your mother finds out about a thing like that. You'll make a heartbreak there. Don't you care what you do? You, you filthy animal. Why don't you get upstairs study, become a doctor or something? Yeah, good animal. I'm fed up with you. These kids, they make me sick. They're animals. They're no good. Business isn't good. I gotta, I gotta stop already. I'm retired. I moved to San Diego. I get away from it all already. What am I doing here in a studio with a bunch of kids? Why, enough singing already. Is it? Let me out of here already. I gotta go. I get a sandwich or something. I can't take this anymore. I there you go. That's uh, Gefilte Joe and the Fish. Uh, they used to play that on Dr. Demento. I remember hearing that when I was a kid. Nah, John found some uh, tarot cards. A tarot card. A tarot card. Do something funny with it in case Tony's listening. And I have found evidence of tarot gods where you just didn't have the time to look. Are you being satirical right now and funny? No, people oh. are talking about it on the well, thread. You gotta, you know, what is the force, well, you the say- spirit that animates so... The tarot cards. Let's make Tony happy. You should say something funny. What's there funny to say about the tarot gods? Uh, the, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, I can't, uh, think of, can't think of anything. It sounds like an early, like a 60s Beatles song. Uh, All right. Uh, I, I got nothing. Uh, I got nothing. Let's. Uh, let, well, what about Mike? Can you think of anything funny about the tarot gods? Here. Nope. She's blonde and beautiful. The card is the star. What about Buddhism? Got, got anything on Buddhism, uh, Michael Martineau? No. 
Depends on which oh, Buddha, man. which Buddha you talking about. There's more than one Buddha. Yeah, there is. Huh. Wait, wait, I got something. Buddha's fat. <laughs> not the Buddha. I was just not, about oh, to say that one. Not the Buddha. On thing. Thing. He's yeah. fat. On, man. <laughs> Buddha's fat. Is my mic on? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm like, I can't hear myself. It's weird. So uh, let's see. Uh, Stefan says the Excitable Boy uh, album by Warren Zevon would blow your mind, uh, Christian. I'll check it out. I'll would blow it out. your mind. Uh, Jenny says, Maddie, you better not blow uh, blow out my candles, dude. Because Jenny is uh, Jewish, you know, so she lights the menorah. Oh, no. Uh, Brian Mackey from Idaho, who is a top fan, says, I'm Irish. Come at me, man. LOL. Oh, Jesus. That's that's yeah, like shooting fish in a barrel, huh? Irish joke. I hope you don't but, mean gefilte fish in a barrel. <laughs> well, on Fairfax. <laughs> on Fairfax. In L.A. Jenny says, hey, wait, I am a member of the... Uh, Tarot God Hadassah, I think is how you say it. Yeah, Hadassah. Yes, yes. Yeah, it helps to know a little about the uh, you know, uh, Jewish culture to understand the song. Right. But you don't really have to. Right. No, it's all in good fun. It is all in good fun. Making fun of a kvetching old man. Well, I hope Tony feels better that we've, uh, you know, we've spread some of the making fun around. Let's see what the tarot gods have to say. I love how it's 2019 and Today. everyone just... Mm. This is Tony. Let's see, hurt, let's see what the tarot gods have to say to Tony. Oh, I hope it's something funny. Yeah, you need to He needs to rededicate himself to higher values, and he needs to cultivate his spiritual side. Oh, no. This is what the gods are telling Tony. Now is the period for quiet contemplation. Listen, Tony, to the voice within. Oh. Anything that interfere with your communion... Mm. With the tarot gods, may not be serving your best interests right now. So you know, stop listening to the Fox News and that. <laughs> stop thinking about Trump. Right? You know he's not the higher power. Well, not yet. A powerful message is waiting for you, Tony. <laughs> Connect to your higher self instead of the, you know, what Abraham Lincoln would call was it the baser angels of our nature. Something similar to that. Oh, yeah, right. He's I couldn't even remember Stephen Tyler's name today. Oh, so don't ask me to remember exactly what Abraham Lincoln said in the Gettysburg Address, right? Or what uh, uh, is it, General? The gen general says in Apocalypse Now, because he says it about Colonel Kurtz, who was uh, made a brief appearance on uh, Ward Thirteen today. I'm sure that uh, Christian didn't do see it because he was on his phone. Excuse me, uh, you guys were on your phone more than me, okay? Well, we could. I could tell when the camera's about to switch. You know why? Because I'm once <laughs> every I, time I was on my phone, you knew the camera wasn't on me. Right, and then I, you know, once I'm going to stop talking, it's going to go to you. Exactly. <laughs> and I made one mistake. Of it that wasn't one. magic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's why. I, that's why I prefer tel uh, radio over television. Yeah, but you're on TV too. See, the yeah, thing but... is, uh, human beings evolution in evolutionary context have whites in our eyes, so you can uh, see you. I, I people don't have know where this is going. I don't think we need to bring race into it. People careful, maintain careful. It's 2019. Everyone gets offended. People mm -hmm. maintain eye contact, although if you keep staring at somebody, you know it's a predatory behavior, and which is one of the reasons that you have to be. You're always looking at somebody's eyes to see what they're up to. I never and, look people uh, in their eyes. So when 
you're like on your phone or something, breaking eye contact, people get mm. PO'd. Right. I mean, send it. It's 2019. Everyone does. Yeah, but it's still, it's uh, that doesn't matter. It's an evolutionary botch. Oh? Yeah, it is. Hmm. That's what elected Trump, evolutionary botches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the tarot cards are telling Tony. How you doing over there, Mikey? Doing good. You, Have you... You awake? Yeah, I'm awake. All right, making sure. Have you been on Norm's show? Norm no. the Psychic? No. Oh, would you like to be? No. Are you afraid? I don't want to know what's know inside going on inside my head. We should probably make fun of psychics uh, for uh, Tony's benefit. Oh, he, he man. Might, uh, Matt, he, he okay, might appreciate Matt. that. You right, were Matt, 47 years on a psychic show. 47 years I was Norm's uh, sidekick on that show. 47 Fe years? Feels like longer, yeah. Well, I'm much older than I look. Remember, I use oil of Olay. It oh, keeps yeah. my skin yeah, soft so and like, supple. You're around. You're around. Um, you're, you're... Well, I'm, I'm well into my 70s. I'm uh, uh, so, so I'm about I'm only I'm really only about ten years younger than uh, John Hopwood. Um, John, you want to explain why you just did that? So John just comes over to the news desk, okay, guys, and places the tarot card next to the Hopknot mug. Are you trying to give them free publicity? Because they don't sponsor our show. The great Hopknot does. Why are you mocking the tarot gods? You know, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, he's trying to You're be gonna wind up about five foot two. We do need to be bellied uh, and bald. We do need to be more satirical about about the, the tarot. It'll be like clearly a Twilight episode. I'll be nineteen years old and tall. Is that what Tony meant? Skin. Is that what Tony meant when he kept saying Mother Earth? Like, why don't you make fun of Mother Earth? <laughs> Gaia. Well, Mother Earth. Okay, I'll take this one. Was well, a commercial. Here's why mm. we don't like Mother Earth. She just dumped two feet of snow on us. Okay, made oh, it freezing geez, cold dude. outside. I'm about done with this weather. <laughs> what? I, I don't think that's what Tony meant. Oh. Well, I tried. Mm. And Give my best effort there. If you'd been watching the introductory video, you'd have seen Lucy Van Pelt expressing uh, that sentiment. She took on Gaia, Mother Earth. But of course, she was, is a word that begins with a B that polite people don't use <laughs> outside <laughs> of a kennel. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, should we make fun of voodoo? Voodoo? Oh, that's too easy. Oh, man. What about Annabelle? We could play the song. We could play Voodoo by Black Sabbath. Oh. Or will this actually offend Tony? I wonder if Tony's offended at hearing Black Sabbath oh, during the holidays. You're really riding this one out, aren't you? I, I just, I don't know. I, you know, I want to make, he is a loyal listener, so I do want to make him happy. Well, since the son of the morning star was beloved of God in the book of Genesis before he became Satan, uh, you know, one of those incredible, uh, Shifts of this tone is, and logic. The show's taking a turn. I don't know where this is going, but it's going somewhere, and I don't know where it's going, but let's send it. One has to mm. understand that God. It only happens when John comes on the show. John hasn't been on the show in how long? Like a few weeks now, almost a month or so. Kid, you gotta learn to roll. <laughs> I, I am. Oh, S Satan and God are the same <laughs> entity. Oh, boy. That's the thing. So. Tony uh, probably is a Satan worshiper, but he doesn't know it. But, you know, just look at the twinkle in uh, Donald Trump's eyes. Just look right. at the twinkle in Donald Trump's eyes. And the eyes, flaming orange hair. <laughs> right. And the photos of him with Ava the young Ivanka on his lap. Jenny says, uh, don't forget the Pastafarians. Yes. Yeah. They say he boiled for our sins. Mm. Yes. I was going to have some pasta before my show. 
But I like spaghetti. Spaghetti and the uh, pasta fairy. Wow, I can't say it. Pastafarians? They believe in the flying spaghetti monster. Yep. I said at the beginning of the show, I'm like, no matter what you worship, or like, even if it's a spaghetti dude, or whatever I said. Stefan says, uh, can we make jokes about that voodoo practice called transubstantiation? Mick, what? That's a big word, okay? <laughs> Hold on, well, slow down. Let's not get into that. Yeah. I've had arguments with people since I was like 13 years old, and people were going to communion. Yeah. Well, get what was it? Not communion. You were going to have... Is it communion when you're like 13? What's that thing you go through the catechism? I don't know. used to let them out uh, once a week uh, early from school. You mean confirmation? Confirmation day. It should be a rock and roll song. A retro rock song about confirmation. There probably is. There was one on graduation day. So transubstantiation, of course, is when the priest turns the body and blood into the... uh, I mean, the, uh, the body and blood... He turns the wine and the wafer into the body and blood of Christ. Literally. Literally, yes. Yeah. They they believe that. You believe that? Me? No. I'm saying they believe that. So I'm a recovering Catholic. Uh, you are taking this down your throat. If I cut you, you gutted you right at that point, emptied your belly out, I'd find the blood and That is not the radio flesh, talk there. The sir. DNA of Christ. That's Whoa. Jesus. Awfully violent. Yeah, well, that's... A, Whoa. Great I, way of okay, doing um, DNA research. Try to get right, DNA John, from 2,000 years John, ago. John, John. <laughs> can, let's recap on what you just said. You just said, let's... So if I gutted you... After that's he very could, violent. After, after he did the host. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I want to... I don't know. I took the sacramental wine. I'm, I'm low key scared right now. I'm I never, uh, I never moment. drank from the wine because uh, I was afraid, especially during cold and flu season. I mean, really. I mean, I guess in everybody theory, be sticking it be their fun. fingers in that stuff, and it's like no. Well, no, you don't stick your fingers. Not, in. No, well, no, you're thinking you of the know. holy water. Oh no, no, no! When they do the whole blood <laughs> of Christ, touch, they don't touch the wine. Well, I know at my church, well, my old church, which I don't go to no more. The Church of Marilyn Monroe. Totally. Yep. From uh, yep. the 1975 film uh, Tommy. Like I know they let them like they let them dip the bread themselves. I feel like that's dip the bread. Shut it's not up. bread. No. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. Okay. Ooh. He must be a Protestant because they 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 call no, it bread. No, actually, <laughs> actually, I don't consider myself religious anymore. Oh, you're gonna go to hell then. Send it, bro. Good luck in hell. In Send hell. it. I already am in hell. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, Stefan says, when it turns into the into body, you become a cannibal. And Jenny says, That's and what I'm saying. drink the blood of the dead. Well, but that is what uh, Catholics uh, believe. Well, we wouldn't have to, you know, you've made me think. We wouldn't have to actually gut him. We could take a large turkey baster. Oh, jam it okay. down his gullet. Okay. Suck it back All up. Right. And then do the research. All right there, John. We don't we don't want to know you're your killing people's fantasies here. This These getting, aren't. These are getting... This well, is they're just not a turkey fantasies. baster. These aren't fantasies? Haven't you ever watched like a pornographic film? People have taken bigger than a turkey baster. <laughs> well, let's not... Let's, let's not, not uh, go into that. Okay, into let's, that. Let's, let's that's for Matt the Covington. That's for that's Ryan. That's on, the, on, on, that's I'm for the Ducking for Cover podcast. Yes. If, um, y'all want to come on and talk about gutting people, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Kid, how did you wind up in this shell? You know, you gotta let yourself, you're gonna let everything hang out. I can't with you right now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, 
I think that uh, that explains the popularity of people like Ozzy Osbourne and, you know, the satanic rock and roll that, that goes back to Elvis Presley, you know, because they're celebrating God through Satan, them being the same. Well, Elvis, you know, I mean, uh, everything was nice until he showed up and started shaking his hips in that demonic fashion. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Sullivan put him on a screen because he first went on Uncle Milty's show, Milton Burrow. And he got 200,000 letters, and he told really? Colonel Tom Parker, Elvis's uh, manager, you've got a star here. And he said, but they're all negative. It doesn't matter whether it's negative or positive. It's right. People were so... And he right. became the king. Yes, exactly. One of only three kings in entertainment. Clark Gable, the king of the movies. Elvis, the king of rock and roll. And we won't talk about Johnny Holmes. Johnny Holmes? Yeah, he was I'm... called the King. Oh. John D. Holmes. You ever see Boogie Nights? Yes. It's based on John C. Holmes. Oh, right, right. Okay. He was the King. Ah, yes. It was before Pornhub, you know. You're Pornhub. Right. I never even knew what Pornhub was until I came on the Matt Covington show. Michael Martino has just uh, left the room uh, suddenly. I hope everything's all right. Well, he couldn't get know. Pornhub. Oh, well, Okay. He's so, back. Anyway. I was like, oh, no. Did he storm out on us? Oh, no. Please don't leave us. So where have you been, uh, John Hopwood? Where, where have you been? I thought you asked Mike Martino. Where were you? Oh, well, I know where he was. He was out there. He's out in the hallway. Is that what Eric Gagnon does all the time? He uh, walks I mean, mid, Easy G. Mid-announcement on me. No, Eric uh, gets up and he uh, uh, grabs a bathroom key and then goes to the uh, facilities. The Pissoir. Oh, go open the door, Mike. Oh, there we go. Hello. So our guest has arrived. Where should she sit? She can sit right there. Oh, okay. Diane is here. How are we doing with that camera angle? Do we need to get? Do we need someone to adjust it? Hey, no, we're all right. Put all the right. tarot card back up. It fell down and <laughs> staying down. We're not giving them free publicity, okay? The Hop Knot proudly sponsors us. Yes. Let them do their thing. Oh, thank oh, you. You're gonna you're gonna learn some things in life. Don't. Put no, don't. Oh, he's screwed now. I just put whatever you were talking the about mug. upstairs. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you Hi. believe in the tarot gods? I do in a way. There you go. Really? When they say good stuff. Well, there you go. <laughs> yes. Well, they, they, it did have a good message you... for well, who's that guy that called earlier? Tony. Tony. Miss, I don't know if you've been listening to this show since you've got here, but it's been a pretty wild show. Matt and <laughs> someone just got into an argument. It was pretty wild. Um, yeah, I basically just walked into a um, Well, things are calmed down now. Well, yeah, a settled, little bit. I missed all the fun. Well, except no. For, except it. for John over here giving me crap about tarot cards and stuff. <laughs> well, you're you're really, uh, you know, rolling the dice in a bad way, dude. That's what I do. That's the game I play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Diane is here. Diane, uh, I, I always butcher your last name. Ruggiero. Ruggiero. Am I saying that right? You did it. Ruggiero. It's perfect. You're a fan of the Sopranos. You can't spell <laughs> Sopranos with Italian name. I, I always think it's a soft G. I always say Ruggiero, <laughs> but it's Ruggiero. As long as you don't say Ruggiero. Right, Because right. then my father will kill you. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> and uh, you've brought... Whack him. You've brought a mug. I brought you a present because I know you Santa love Paws. posting about your cat. Yes, oh. yes. And look at the socks. Pull out the socks. If you're uh, if you're watching online, you can see the mug, the Santa mug. And it Paws has a mug. little kitty toy. There. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. The, the kitties will love that. And uh, socks that say holiday hunk. <laughs> wow. 
Are you sure these aren't for Easy G? <laughs> Easy G Eric Agnon's not here today. But uh, no, well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, you're uh, Diane. That's wonderful. I hey, very much appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Well, you're always welcome. Thank you. But uh, but of course, we're going to uh, feature some of your music today. Thank you. What what's uh, before we play something? What's uh, what's been going on? It's been actually a very long time <sighs> since you've been here. What like a year? It's, two years. I think <gasps> no, it hasn't been no, two years. No, a year and a half. Uh, no, I think you were here because I have an email from you. From back in January, I oh, think. Oh, you sent me emails? That's a year. <laughs> well, when I search your name, they all gotcha. come up. So, because no, I was looking for for the music. Gotcha. Because you because you sent a few things. I know. Was I being crazy? No, 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 no. Stuff? That's good. <laughs> it's good that you sent uh, several things. Um, hey, no, but did you fail to cover the spread or something? Or did somebody break one of your fingers? Oh my gosh! You know what I did? Thanksgiving, I tried to catch a knife. <laughs> what? I, I have a scar from that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It was like impulse. Like I draw, I'm dropping the knife, and I oh. went to try to grab the handle, and it's like razor sharp. And I, so that's oh, wow. Well, I stopped the knife thrown by a woman. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Wow, <laughs> jeez. Let me Tell see. Where's your scar? You have a scar? It's there. You can barely see it now. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but that's. 42 years ago. Wow. Celts are hot-blooded people, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh. A lot of Celts in northern Italy. Really? Oh, yeah. You see red-haired, blue-eyed, and blonde. And the, well, yeah. you know, because they uh, integrated with the Norway, right? Well, there's Sweden? an alpine. Well, that's down in uh, Sicily. Not like They have blue-eyed because of the, the, uh, the uh, Vikings controlled it. I and they went the all the way down... Russia too, all the way down the wow. river. But uh, up north, there's a called an Alpine race, and they're blonde-haired, blue-eyed. And so when you get up my to northern Italy, my grandmother was yeah. blonde and blue-eyed. Yeah. So my daughter became blonde and blue-eyed. Isn't that crazy? Huh. Now here's okay. the real wow. thing: when Rudy Giuliani was elected mayor, it's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast. From Mickey D's? From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. He brought a chef into Gracie Mansion, which is, you know, like the White House of New York. Northern Italian cuisine. There's two million, the back then, <laughs> two million Italians, you know? It used to be two million Italians, two million Ju uh, <laughs> Jews, like a million and a half Irish, and blah, blah, you know, it was uh -huh. big ethnic groups. All the Italians were angry because, <laughs> you know, most of the Italians that came here were from Naples and below. 
Maples, so. that was all my family. Yeah. Yep. Right. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And uh, I am not alone. Michael Martineau is at the news desk. How are you, sir? Doing great. Do you uh, do you have anything you'd like to apologize uh, to your meme f- uh, for today? I actually talked to my meme today. <laughs> you did talk to your meme. Yeah. Did she ask about me? Yes, she did. Ooh, really? Are you saying that just to, you know, perk up my ego? Or if you are, you're not supposed to admit it. Or she said she always loves when I'm on the radio and she loves listening on KCAL. Yes, KCAL, our new affiliate in Dallas, Fort Worth, KCOW, yes. See, so I was telling the truth about KCAL. Yes, you were. Your meme confirms it. Yes, it's all true. KCOW, the, the the biggest uh, talk and country music station in all of Texas. They have us on a loop. They carry the show live, and then they just play it over and over again, although, although they do uh, include some uh, a little bit of uh, country music uh, in between the uh, airings of the show, uh, a little bit of, a uh, little bit of, uh, I don't know, a little bit of Vince Gill, I think. Vin, it is Vince Gill, right, uh, Michael? Sure, why not? Yes, uh, please ask your meme to confirm that next time yeah. you uh, you speak with her. Well, that's wonderful. And how is she? She's doing great. Good, good, yes. Well, I hope she keeps listening. Yep. Hello to Meme Martineau. Is that her actual name? No. Okay. Well, uh, close enough. Sure. She'll know who I mean. Yeah. Clearly, yes, yes. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, that's wonderful, Michael. I have to reboot. This, uh, this computer over here is rebooting. Uh, we're still going out live, but it was doing that that weird thing where it was playing my uh, intro music and it was like stuttering. I'll edit that out of the podcast because that's just, uh, that's just annoying. But uh, anyway, so welcome everybody. Uh, while that uh, finishes rebooting, I'll give you all the numbers to call. Uh, you can call us live at 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Also, you can send a text. We have a text line for the show 617-917-4476 you can tweet me anytime at matt connerton but if you tweet me during the show i'll read your tweet during the show and of course you can email me matt at ipmnation.com so there is no shortage of of ways to get in touch and of course uh we are proudly sponsored by the hop knot at 1000 elm street in the brady sullivan plaza right across the street you can see i've got my lovely hop knot mug here uh, the Hop Knot, of course, Manchester's premier establishment for delicious gourmet pretzels. Uh, they have craft beer. Uh, they have wine. They have board games. They have trivia night, Wednesday nights. Uh, let's see. They've got a uh, $7 lunch special uh, right now going from uh, weekdays, 1130 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then they've got happy hour from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. weekdays. Lots going on. And they've got the big uh, ugly sweater party uh, coming up on December 20th. 
at The Hop Knot. And the website, if you want to check them out online, is thehopknot.com. And knot is K-N-O-T, as in uh, pretzel knot, uh, thehopknot.com. And uh, it is a wonderful place. Have you been there, Michael? I have not. Oh, you're missing out. I would have uh, thought a man about town as yourself would uh, would have been there by now. Maybe in my future. Yes, maybe in your future. Well, that's exciting. In an alternate universe, you've probably been there in the past. If you believe in that. Do you believe in an alternate? Do you believe in the multiverse theory? Like, do you believe that there could be an infinite number of Michael Martinos or even uh, an infinite number of your meme uh, out in all these multiverses? All throughout space and time. Yes. There could be a version of you in another universe where you are president of the United States. And in that universe, you could be getting impeached. So that's my segue. You like yeah. that? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm actually still rebooting this computer, so I'm sort of uh, stalling a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> we'll say hello to everybody. In the uh, Facebook live chat, uh, Jenny is in there. Jenny's the first one in today. Uh, Jim uh, Bellet or Bellot. Uh Jim, I, I haven't seen you in forever. It's it's nice to see you in there. I, I never did learn where the uh, pronounce you know how to pronounce your last name exactly. Is it Bellet? Is it Bellot? I'm not sure. I was just I've always just known you as Jim, but uh, you know I, I, I please clarify. I want to make sure I'm uh, putting the emphasis on the correct uh, syllable. Uh, Jim says. Uh, with all this impeachment going on, you seriously think Donald Trump is going to be impeached? I don't think so. He will be our next president. Well, Jim, uh, my uh, prediction is, and and I, I don't know how often you uh, get a chance to listen to the show, but uh, my uh, prediction is uh, and has been and continues to be, I mean, yes, the House uh, clearly is going to vote to impeach him, the uh, democratically controlled House. However... Uh, he will then be acquitted in the Senate. Um, I know John Hopwood, you know, when, when John's on the show, he, in fact, we had a big argument about it one day. Uh, he kept telling me, oh, no, that the Republicans in the Senate will, uh, they'll convict him. You don't know history of this and that. But I think John Hopwood might be the only person I know <laughs> who actually believes that Senate Republicans will vote to convict him. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's easy to see you know, how this is going to turn out. Uh, he, he'll, he'll be impeached in the House, he'll be acquitted in the Senate, and that'll be it. Um, and I do agree with you. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't like the guy, so I take no joy in saying this. Uh, but uh, I do agree with you, he will uh, win re-election. Um, my, uh, my argument being, well, what I predict will happen, this is what I, I believe, is that he will... Um, he will once again lose the popular vote, probably by a, a larger margin this time. Uh, but he'll he'll w still carry all the same states because he can you know he can lose the popular vote. But if he carries all the same states, uh, he will uh, he'll be able to win re-election. So, and I do believe he will carry all the same states because you know looking at the polling data and also too just kind of gauging uh, how people uh, seem to feel about Trump, how how Republicans feel about Trump. I mean, he's got you know, typically between an 85 to 90 percent approval rating among Republicans. And, um, you know, so there really is uh, essentially he can do no wrong uh, as as far as Republicans are, are concerned. He is uh, he is uh, your exalted hero if you are a Republican. 
And uh, you will, uh, most Republicans I know, are, um, I always say, uh, I, I, well, let me put it this way. I, I don't know too many Republicans who simply like Donald Trump. Most Republicans I know are deeply in love with him and, uh, and they will uh, stick by him through anything and will question nothing. Um, the best example of this, and if you're a longtime listener, I'm sure you've um, heard me say this before, but the best example of this that I can uh, come up with is the farmer's. Um, this trade war with China has decimated the agriculture sector in this country. Uh, farming bankruptcies are at record highs, and farmers in the Midwest are getting killed by this trade war. Um, it, it's, it's been absolutely horrible for them. And yet, the polling data shows that the farmers, they're, they'll blame anyone but daddy. <laughs> they will not blame Trump. You know, they're they're like, I mean, and and I've seen, you know, I've read articles and I've seen I've seen things on the news and online about, you know, when people go and talk to these farmers and basically say to them, you know, when journalists talk to these farmers and say, hey, um, just wondering, how do you feel about Trump and how do you feel about this presidency when his trade policy has sort of, you know, uh, destroyed your livelihood and ruined your life because your, your family farm that had been in your family for generations uh, is gone. And uh, and it, it's incredible. It's incredible. It, it's like the attitude of, of these folks is, well, he, he, you know, it, it's pretty terrible what happened, but he's my president and I, I support him and I'll vote for him again. It's like, wow. So that's why I, I tell everybody, I say, no matter how you might feel about him, the reality is, I don't know. How do you beat someone who has that kind of a hold over people? I've never seen anything like it in the modern era. I mean, I can kind of think of other examples in history, but I've never, uh, but I'm going to avoid making that because it's that uh, comparison uh, overtly because it's too easy and everyone does it. And I, I don't mean to be cliche, but. In the modern era, I cannot think of another example. I mean, Ronald Reagan, revered by Republicans. Every uh, Republicans used to love Reagan. Saint Reagan. Ronald Reagan would be envious <laughs> of the love and adulation and unquestioning devotion of, of the MAGA folks. So, um, because Donald Trump... Donald Trump can ruin your life, destroy your livelihood, and you'll still support him, even if that happens. The farmers are proof of that. So, so he'll still win those states, even the states where the agriculture sector has been just wrecked by this trade war. Uh, he'll still be able to easily carry those states, you know. I mean, even if there's a dip in the polls— uh, in those states, he can just go there, you know, he can go to Iowa, you know, go to Nebraska, wherever, do a rally, uh, say some bad things about immigrants, whatever. And his, you know, his poll numbers will be right back up uh, among his supporters. So um, I don't know how you beat somebody like that. I mean, I just don't. Like, he literally can do no wrong in the eyes of uh, most Republicans. So I just don't know. Like, like I said, I've never seen anything like it. To me, it's like the greatest example of mass hypnosis uh, in my lifetime. It, it's incredible. 
It's incredible to me. So, you know, I mean, and you, you know, I mean, there are other examples. Like I said, I gave the example of Ronald Reagan. By the way, has anyone noticed that once Trump came along, everyone kind of forgot about Reagan? Like everyone used to try to, uh, particularly Republicans running for high office, Republicans running for president or whatever, they would try to invoke the name of Reagan in some way and even try to compare themselves to Reagan, you know, and say, oh, they would say things like, you know, I'm going to carry the mantle of Ronald Reagan. Once Trump came along, Republicans just kind of, now Reagan is like uh, this quaint memory, you know, um, and now it's all about Trump. It is 100%, the Republican Party is 100% the party of Trump now. Um, and, uh, I just don't know how you beat somebody like that. I really don't. The hold that he has over all of you who, uh, who love and revere him. What do you think, Michael Martineau? I do have my opinions, but it's, um, you're in the right place to express them too. Um, (laughs) if you want to. Uh, uh, I I haven't I haven't really chose who I'm going to vote for yet. Oh, all right. Well, might I suggest? I have a I have a suggestion for you. I'm not trying to tell you to vote for, it. but there's a certain gentleman who wears a boot on his head, who I think is a fine would be a fine statesman. If, if I may, if I, I may humbly suggest, Mister Vermin Supreme. He, remember that time I went to that Andrew Yang event at Electric Avenue? Yes. Um, basically, he was there too, and I got two bucks from Vermin Supreme. Two butts? Yeah. Cigarette butts? No. Oh, Dollar bills. Oh, two dollars. Well, very nice. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to donate to him, not the other way around. That's interesting. Wow. Uh, well, oh, that makes sense, though, because Andrew Yang's going to give you $1,000 if he's president. Hey, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Jenny. Hey, what's up? Well, I was listening to you, and, and honestly, you're right in the sense that when I when I was a Republican, uh, we always talked about the you know the 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 uh, the Twelfth Amendment of, of Reagan. You don't you never speak ill of another Republican was the number one rule oh, to that, follow. You could have a disagreement behind yeah. closed doors, but don't bring it to the House floor. That was our, you have Trump. Ra- we'll call a Republican a never Trumper and not patriotic and, you know, leave all of those people behind and basically push them out of the party. That was um, essentially I, I ended up out of the party. That was Reagan's, I know I'm not alone. Reagan's 11th commandment. Uh, thou shalt not speak ill of another Republican. Yes. Right. That was like drilled into my head. Yeah. It was really a big deal. It would be considered absolutely disgusting behavior to rip into another person on the floor but if you wanted to have it out behind closed doors that was fine right yeah well i mean it's all uh it's a whole new world it's trump's world now it's trump world very exciting (laughs) definitely not reagan's republicans that's for sure (laughs) no no i mean uh yeah and and uh, you know, I'm not a, a great, uh, no great fan of Ronald Reagan, but he certainly uh, comported himself with much more. Well, I think really any president uh, is comported himself with more uh, dignity than the uh, the current commander in chief. But uh, you know, character doesn't matter. No, I guess. absolutely. I mean, I gotta say, really, uh, kudos to the guy because I thought Clinton would take it out of the park with the blue dress, but nope. 
No. Nope. <laughs> Don't figure out how to top that one even. Oh, <laughs> I'll yes. let you get back to the show, guys. <laughs> All right, Jenny. Thank you for the call. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's see. Uh, we got a lot of... Actually, let me get to this first. We have a text message uh, from a listener who says, Hey, Matt, uh, that was a great intro. I love that song. Uh, but what's wrong with making fun of other presidents? Seems like you only make fun of Trump. You need to be equal opportunity when it comes to making fun of presidents. <laughs> so that was obviously a facetious comment because uh, this uh, the same person uh, tweeted me yesterday when our friend Tony called in and gave me a hard time about um, I had played something uh, yesterday huh. on the sh- on the show. Uh, you were here, Michael. Yes, for that. I, yes, I was. I, I played something from uh, the great Mrs. Betty Bowers. And if you're not familiar with Mrs. Betty Bowers, she's a, uh, a comedian. She's a satirist, and she um, she uh, goes by the moniker America's Best Christian, and she posts these very funny uh, YouTube videos. And I um, so I played one of hers about the war on Christmas, and I played that uh, because not for any nefarious purpose, not because because I think uh, I'm going to guess that Tony. Uh, thinks I'm a uh, you know some liberal uh, secularist who hates uh, Christianity and hates Jesus and all of that, uh, which is not the case. Um, I actually really dig Jesus. I I like him. Uh, I like Jesus so much. Um, I think it would be fascinating to actually um, treat uh, other human beings in the same way that uh, Jesus uh, did in the Bible. Um, but that's not really the cool thing to do these days but uh but i i think it would be awesome you know to actually uh give a crap about other human beings but i know a lot of a lot of folks who uh are really uh into jesus aren't really into that part of jesus um so anyway uh but uh, but so you know and tony accused me of uh you know well why, why are you making fun of christianity and why don't you make fun of muslims and why don't you make fun of uh buddhists and jews and everybody else and I kept trying to tell him, and I don't think he was hearing me, but I kept trying to tell him, uh, I'm not making fun of Christianity. I'm making fun of the concept of the war on Christmas because we go through this thing every year, not nearly as much as we used to. I think peak war on Christmas was probably about a probably about a decade ago when uh, Bill O'Reilly was was uh, had a, a much more influence. You know, he was on Fox and he was writing books about the war on Christmas. You know, the, the idea, and for anyone who isn't familiar, uh, the basic uh, precept of the war on Christmas is the idea that, you know, if someone says happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, uh, because maybe they want to be inclusive of everyone or maybe don't want to offend someone who may not be a Christian who may not celebrate Christmas. And of course, it's absurd on multiple levels, but, but, but the idea is that if someone actually says happy holidays, Instead of Merry Christmas, uh, that person is a liberal, uh, atheist, uh, Christian hater, Jesus hater, uh, who also probably hates America and uh, thinks that uh, we should all be communists and live under Sharia law or whatever it is these people think about about all the terrible things that you're supposed to believe about uh, someone who says happy holidays, if you dare say happy holidays to another human being. Um so uh, the war on Christmas, uh, I think, is very, very silly. There is no war on Christmas. I think Christmas is very much intact. Um, I did think it was funny that, you know, 
<laughs> Tony chose to call and and complain about this, by the way, on a day where later in the show, I had Diane Regiro here, uh, and we were featuring some of her new Christmas music <laughs> with songs that have the word Christmas in the title. And yes, I actually played music. I act, can you can you imagine me who sits here and mocks Christmas and Christians and Jesus and all that? I actually in the same show, Michael Martineau, I might have multiple personality disorder. I don't know what could be going on with me, but me as this this evil atheist secular liberal Jesus hating guy on the radio, I actually in the same show later on in the show played music with the word Christmas in the title. What I, I, I'm, did, did I, uh, did I suffer a head injury at some point during the show? I don't know how I could possibly play something mocking the war on Christmas. And then in the same show, play Christmas music. It's amazing. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so the whole concept of the war in Christmas, on Christmas is, in my opinion, no offense to those of you who do believe that there is a war on Christmas, but I personally think the entire concept is very silly, very stupid, and uh, I think everyone needs to just uh, chill out and not worry about it so much. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, my observation is I think year after year, uh, Christmas uh, has survived. Uh, everyone who celebrates Christmas, I think, I'm pretty sure, is allowed to continue to celebrate Christmas. I know a lot of folks who get wrapped up in this war on Christmas thing were very, very nervous during eight years of the Obama administration because I would often hear uh, a lot of conservative Christians uh, bemoan that they believed that at any given moment during the Obama administration, President Obama was going to sign an executive order uh, declaring Sharia law and no more Christmas. Uh, and anyone who, uh, celebrated Christmas or said Merry Christmas would be, uh, summarily executed. Um, that never actually came to pass. Um, but of course a lot of things, uh, these folks worried about under Obama never quite came to pass, you know, like, uh, you know, Obama, uh, having the UN, uh, send in the black helicopters to confiscate everyone's guns. That never quite happened either. So there's a few things that, uh, Obama never quite was able to follow through on. But anyway, the point being, so I was making fun of the war on Christmas because I think it's silly and stupid and I enjoy mocking the war on Christmas specifically. So we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, Easy G. Oh, Easy G. By the way, Easy G, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas. Yeah, hey, happy holidays. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Oh my God! Whoa, what? Whoa, easy G, easy G! I had to stop your theme music. Did you just say? I thought you were a good God-fearing man. You go to like multiple churches. Did Nothing you, wrong with a happy you, holidays. You, happy holidays, easy G. Have you suddenly turned to the dark side? <laughs> what has happened here? Oh no. my goodness! Oh my I just, goodness! I just said I get your goat. Have you rejected? You get my goat. You got my goat. My cow. My uh, my sheep. Uh, you you got you, you got everything. You got the whole farm. Uh, it's like I've gone bankrupt because of the trade war. You got the whole farm. You're the bank. You came and took my farm away. I cannot believe this, EZG. 
How can you turn your back on the Lord in this way by saying happy holidays? My goodness. All right, Merry Christmas. You voted for Hillary, you didn't you? Did you vote for Hillary in 2016, Easy G? I did not. Uh, I'm starting I to wonder. I third party candidate I'm, I'm starting to wonder. Are you pro-choice, Easy G? I do know. I do know because you've acknowledged this, that you are fine with uh, same-sex marriage. You think that's perfectly acceptable. So maybe I shouldn't be surprised that this happened, that you would dare say happy holidays. <laughs> I don't know, Easy G. I'm, I'm worried for you. I'm worried for your soul. And so is Michael Martineau. Yeah. And so is cra- Michael Martineau's crazy, memory. Crazy things happened today. I was over walking Ooh. by the, um, you know, that, that used to be that post office fruit now. They sell uh, kind of uh, tasty bakery treats now. Who does? Well, anyways, it was these two cars earlier today around, I don't know, nine, a little past nine o'clock in the morning and on the way to Market Basket and they almost hit each other. And then the guy gets out of the car, which is the worst thing you can do about road rage. Yeah. Not- he starts swearing at the guy. He says, hey, what the hell are you doing? You know, blank, blank, blank. It's like, oh, my God, I thought they were going to have a fist fight. <laughs> Ooh, did he tell him happy and holidays? And then after that, I was over waiting for the uh, the free shuttle there. Yeah. And over by Citizens Bank, and this guy gets out of the car, and he starts taking a photo of the other guy's car right at the light there by City Hall. And the other guy was saying, what the heck are you doing? Right. Except I bet I mean, he... Who gets out of the car and takes a photo with their cell phone of some, another guy's car? I bet he didn't say heck, though, did he? Did he really say heck? I don't know what that was all about. And then, uh, then around... Uh, Noontime, I had two people banging on my door, and I said, well, who the heck could this be? Did you say heck? And uh, I opened the door, and there was two guys two guys working for the sheriff's department looking for somebody. He's like, oh. They oh said, don't worry, you're not in trouble. I said, oh, that's a good thing. But they had me looking at somebody's photo, and they said, you know, you know Mr. Uh, so-and-so, and do you know who uh, your office, uh, where your office is located? We're looking for somebody. I said, oh, great. As long as they weren't looking for me, I guess. That was a good thing. <laughs> right. Well, I think someone from three, your... Uh, three crazy, uh, wacky things happened to me on uh, this crazy, uh, wacky Thursday, I'm calling it. Yes, it's a wacky Thursday, EZG. Yeah, road rage, you know. That would be an example that anybody listening to the uh, this program. If somebody cuts you off, don't get out of the car. Cause that guy could have a knife, you know, he could have a gun. What you should do is just just wish them a Merry Christmas. Just just, uh, consider the guy, you know, had a bad day or something. The worst thing you can do is don't get out of the car. I saw that earlier at this new arena going to the market basket where the guy got out of the car. The guy had a broken window. He had a little little, plastic in there. He smacks his his fist through it. Oh, my. I told you this story before. Then the other guy went in the car, and then he got a hammer. And he destroyed one of the guys, uh, um, part of his car there, the, uh, what do you call that, the, uh... Mealers? Um, <laughs> well, he destroyed part of the car with his hammer, and then next thing you know, when I came back from the basket with my groceries, they were at the, uh, MTA bus stop, the police were there. Yes. It was crazy. Road rage. Right. Maybe they were trying to have a hardcore Most wrestling match. I was lucky the guy to take the hammer to the uh, to the guy that drove in the car. He took the hammer to the guy's car and broke part of his car. I said, what the hell is going on here? It was crazy. People need to calm down. I agree, EZG. 
So on that note, I'm going to clear the lines and have a good rest of your day. All right, Easy G, thank you, and happy holidays to you. Uh, a little Andy Williams there. I hope Tony's. I hope our friend Tony's not offended. Do you think we've offended uh, Tony with the Happy Holidays song by Andy Williams? Hopefully not. It'd be pretty weird to be offended by Andy Williams, would it not? Do you even know who Andy Williams is? You're only 25 years old. A wee lad, a young urchin. I, I recognize the song. That's oh, all yes. I need to know. Yes, the song has been, uh, that's a song that uh, has been done by, by many different folks yeah. uh, over the years. Many uh, secular uh, anti-Christian people have done that song. Uh, happy holidays. Although, actually, well, maybe that's not the best example because he does use uh, he does use the, the word Christmas in there as well. He works in some Christmas, I think, to hedge his bets because he doesn't want to end up in hell for saying uh, happy holidays. Let's see. Uh, in the Facebook live chat, uh, hello to Stefan Philbrook. Who is- At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. When Big Mobile charges you an arm and a leg, they're taking your money and your power and your arm and leg. Boost Mobile gives your power back with an unlimited plan for $25 a month on one of America's largest 5G networks. We can't give you back your arm and your leg because we're not qualified surgeons. Unless you're an iguana who can grow limbs back. Switch to Boost and get an unlimited plan for $25 a month. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. New customers only. One line, $25 per month with auto pay. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. It's a top fan. Stefan says, impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Yes. Wayne Noel joins us all the way from Michigan. Uh, Thomas Massengale joins us all the way from across the pond. Wayne says, here we go again. Impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Uh, Stefan says, I totally see the impeachment path to go exactly the way one of your listeners that called in last week. I believe he said that it would pick up speed once articles of impeachment were drawn up and that it would go to secret ballot. I don't remember the caller's name. But this path total, uh, but his path totally makes sense. Yeah, I, you know what? I forget that. That is a good point, uh, Stefan. That's a great point. And I forget now who it was who said that. And I'm not sure exactly what would have to happen for it to go to a secret ballot. But that is the one thing. Actually, if that were to be done somehow, and I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know the mechanics of how you get to being able to vote via a secret ballot. But if it were a secret ballot, then you might actually see a conviction of Trump in the Senate. Because my theory is that uh, these Republicans in both the House and Senate probably really uh, would love to throw Trump overboard and have Mike Pence as president. Uh, because uh, Trump has made their lives uh, kind of miserable, <laughs> right? So I think they would love to do that, but but I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works with the secret ballot, and I don't know what I haven't heard anyone uh, talking about it other than the caller 
uh, you're mentioning, Stefan. So I I don't know if there's any chance of that happening. Um, but uh, assuming that there is no secret ballot, it'll just be, yeah, Trump will be acquitted in the Senate. Um, and he'll probably have a similar effect as to what uh, Bill Clinton experienced, where Bill Clinton actually had elevated poll numbers because his base, when Bill Clinton was impeached, his base uh, felt that the impeachment was unfair. And so they kind of uh, so he saw uh, an uptick in support because he had a lot of sympathy for the impeachment. And you'll see the same thing, I believe, with Trump. You know, uh, the MAGA people will be more energized and enthusiastic than ever before because the Democrats tried to take down their exalted hero. And um, yeah, I, and I believe that will factor into uh, Trump winning a second term. Uh, hello to uh, Chris H. Space in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Wayne says, uh, I, by the way, I should plug uh, Chris's band, Edgewise. Great band. Jenny and I went to see them recently. They opened for uh, LA Guns at uh, Club Jewel here in Manchester. Uh, let's see. So Wayne uh, says, these same pro-impeachment fanatics are also going to be the same that are shocked and cry when they realize the consequences when impeachment fails in the Senate. Well, I, I disagree with you in one sense, Wayne. I don't think they're going to, um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It depends on who you mean, but you know what? I actually, I mistook your statement a little bit because when you said, when you said these same pro impeachment fanatics, I, I, uh, I took that to mean the, uh, you know, the current, uh, members in the house who are uh, voting to, or who, who will be voting, uh, in favor of articles of impeachment. They, they know how this is going to turn out. Uh, that's why Nancy Pelosi, I believe, why she was so resistant to this initially, because it's obvious how this is going to, to turn out. You know, they'll vote to impeach. It will go to the Senate. The Senate will acquit him. But yeah, I do think that, um, you know, Democrats who, you know, voters who are thinking that this is going to somehow... And I think a lot of them are probably savvy too. I think broadly speaking, most people realize where this is all headed, but but I um but I'm sure there are some people who really think, oh yeah, this is gonna get Trump when when the reality is it's just not. It's just not. Um Stefan says, Oh, I really doubt this. But I mean it would be tantalizing to see this play out. Stefan said he will resign. Pence will pardon his federal crimes. Then he will need to face the music for his non-federal crimes. He will cry and beg for leniency. I don't think Trump will resign, no matter what. I just don't think, I just don't think so. Um, and there's no guarantee that Pence would pardon him for anything. And even so, I, I think Trump, I think Trump wants to win a second term because it also, for now, kind of inoculates him in terms of the <laughs> the investigations going on in the state of New York, which he cannot be pardoned for. And I didn't even know this until the Trump presidency. I misunderstood how presidential pardons work in the sense that I thought, and the power of a presidential pardon is sweeping, but I didn't, but, but it was less sweeping than I realized. I thought the president, could pardon anybody for anything, really. But it turns out that's not true. So, because for a long time, people were speculating, oh, is Trump going to pardon himself? Which, you know, constitutional scholars and attorneys uh, 
opinions vary on, on whether a president can actually pardon himself. But regardless, the president can only pardon himself, in theory, or others for federal crimes, not state crimes. So all the trouble that Trump is in, which people forget about, right, because we're so focused on impeachment, we're so focused on Ukraine, we're so focused on this and that. Uh, federally, you know, on the Mueller report, which I think that I think they should have, you know, that that's what the, he should have been impeached on. There's 12. I've, I've read the Mueller report. Took a while. Uh, there's 12 instances of obstruction of justice, in my opinion, in the Mueller report. That's, you know, that's impeachable right there, in my view. But what's going on in the state of New York and, and the state AG's investigation of Trump is is what will ultimately be his undoing. And. You know, he may be inoculated from any kind of prosecution as long as he's president. But once he's out, he cannot be pardoned for that, <laughs> for 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 whatever. And they've already they already shut down the Trump Foundation. The state AG's office shut down the Trump uh, Foundation in New York because they were self-dealing. And they actually told a judge uh, ordered that. The Trump family can never again operate a quote unquote charity in the state of New York <laughs> because, you know, uh, if you're going to open a charity, you can't uh, use it as a criminal enterprise. You're supposed to actually use it as a charity. The law is pretty clear on that, apparently. So uh, so the Trump family can no longer operate a charity in the state of New York because they got caught, uh, you know doing dirty with it previously. So it's not supposed to be for your own enrichment. It's supposed to be, you know, it's charity. It's supposed to help other people. So that, uh, that gets a little sticky. Uh, Jenny says uh, Reagan would be sick to his stomach, as we talked about when she called. Uh, Stefan says, how long can we pay farmers $18 billion to not farm? Yeah, like that should be maddening to everybody. Of course, uh, MAGA people don't mind. But you have a trade policy. You have Trump's trade policy, which has destroyed so many American farms. And but but to try not to make them too mad, <laughs> they're, they've also they're getting government subsidies to try to make up for some of their losses. So in case you didn't know, our tax dollars are being used to subsidize these farmers as they're taking these enormous losses because of Trump's trade policy. And, you know, I know Republicans probably don't mind that because number one, it's Trump. And number two, uh, the very concept of fiscal conservatism is all but dead. I mean, it, it's uh, fiscal conservatism is uh, it doesn't really exist. Uh, I mean, the, the actually Greg Moore from Americans for Prosperity he was on the show once, this was a while ago, and he he actually said that uh, Bill Clinton was the last fiscally conservative president, a Democrat, because Bill Clinton actually ran a surplus. Reagan was no fiscal conservative. Again, we go back to St. Ronald Reagan. Uh, he ran up huge deficits during his presidency. George W. Bush ran up huge deficits. We had two wars going on. They didn't even put them on the books. They were not included in the budget. They were just sort of magically somewhere else. <laughs> and, of course, that costs uh, tremendous amounts of money. And, uh, you know, and then uh, that continued with Obama. 
And uh, now with Trump, we have uh, the largest, uh, we're running the largest deficits in American history under Trump. Yeah, but, uh, but, but nobody cares about that anymore, you know? I mean, if you go again, if you go back to W, Dick Cheney uh, famously said, ah, deficits don't matter. Essentially taking the same position as the Democrats, because Democrats always say deficits don't matter. You can just print more money. Well, apparently that's what Republicans think now, too. Every once in a while, I'll hear a Republican say, well, you know, I'm concerned about uh, I'm concerned about the deficit. Really? No, you're not. The only time Republicans are worried about the debt and the deficit is when a Democrat is president. Because then you have something to use against him. As soon as a Democrat's not president, y'all just stop caring about the deficit and the debt. It's it's the most phony thing in the world. I just, I roll my, I, at this point, I just roll my eyes whenever I hear, well, unless it's someone sincere, of course, like Dr. Jeff Cassell. He, he genuinely does care about the deficit and the debt. But he also acknowledges that his fellow Republicans have been completely phony on the issue. Um, Ed Murphy joins us in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Ed says, I wish people a happy birthday, Jesus day. Well, I think that's even nicer than saying, uh, Merry Christmas and, and certainly, uh, far more accommod- accommodating, uh, to, uh, to our uh, Christian friends than, than happy holidays. I still can't believe easy G said that. Oh, Ryan Gorman joins us in the Facebook live chat. Ryan. Hello. Uh, it would be wonderful to uh, have you back on the show sometime. It's been too long. Uh, Tony Petrello is also in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Tom Blanchard uh, joins us in the Facebook live chat. Tom says, wouldn't it be funny if he resigned and then turned around and then run for president again and then he won again? I don't know if it would be funny. That'd be pretty weird. That's uh, That's like an acid trip of a theory. But I do wonder, though, I guess technically he could do that. Yeah. Right? Because he wouldn't have... Um, because if he, if he resigned before this upcoming or the election process, but if he did it before... If he did it... Before, yeah. Because think, well, think about it. If we, if we resigned before any of the primaries or even the general election... Would because he wouldn't be if he resigned from the presidency, gave up four years and then came back. Would that make sense? Yeah, in theory, I guess he could even just resign whenever he wanted, and then Pence would be president, and then he could just run. He could he could run. He'd still win all the uh, primaries, and he'd still be the nominee. He could still he could resign and then be the nominee again for this election. Yeah, in theory. I mean, I don't know what the what the point would be, but it'd be pretty weird. But uh, but but you know we were talking earlier about the multiverse theory. Yeah, there could be a universe <laughs> where that's actually happening right now, where yeah. Trump is on live television tendering his resignation, and uh, and then uh, runs and wins again. Yeah, that could be happening, Michael yep. Martin. Yep. We don't know. We don't know. Let's see. Ooh, it's already almost the top of the hour. This is uh, flying by today. Flying by. Flying by. Let's see. Do we have a new? Oh, yes. Uh, I wanted to address this, too. This uh, came to us on the text line. Uh, someone says, uh, hey, Matt, that was a great intro. Oh, I'm sorry. This is part of the message I left earlier, but I never answered this person's question. 
So at the beginning of the text, uh, they wanted to know uh, who the uh, song was that I played uh, during the intro. Um, or maybe they do know and they're just commenting that they like the song. But that was Randy Rainbow, uh, for anyone who doesn't know who's interested. Uh, the song I played at the uh, at the top of the show, uh, If You Ever Got Impeached. Uh, that was uh, the great Randy Rainbow, who I think is very, very funny. And, of course, you can find Randy Rainbow on YouTube. Um, we'll take a break in a couple minutes. But first, because this kind of relates to what we've been talking about, uh, this is uh, from my favorite website, and hopefully yours, uh, rightwingwatch.org. Uh, according to uh, Johnny Enlow, who is a pastor and a uh, leading proponent of Seven Mountains Dominionism, which I apparently is a show and an, and an organization, uh, uh, Pastor Enslow claims that God is using Trump to separate history into before Trump and after Trump eras. So that would be very exciting. So we could actually, uh, I guess, uh, what what he's suggesting is God is using Trump to, uh, I guess we'll be starting over at uh, year one, and it'll be year one AT after Trump. That's that's an exciting development, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems interesting. We should do that now. So instead of, because the thing is, next year is 2020. And there's going to be all these jokes about it. Like people are going to be saying, oh, wow, I see things really clearly this year, you know, because it's 2020. (laughs) Or people are going to be saying, oh, hey, uh, happy new year. We're in touch. So you be in touch. You youngins don't even know that reference. But, uh. They used to say that at the end of a program called 2020 on ABC on Friday nights. Um, Barbara Walters would say that. And Hugh Downs. Remember Hugh Downs? He's been dead a long time. Oh, where does the time go? Where does the time go, Michael Martineau? You don't even know who I'm talking about, do you? A wee lad, a young urchin as yourself. I know who Barbara Walters is. Oh, right, right, yes. Yes, she used to, uh, that was the tagline at the end of uh, 2020 every week. We're in touch, so you be in touch. So there's going to be all these jokes about 2020. So let's just avoid 2020. Instead of having 2020 on January 1st, let's just have it be year one. Year one AT after Trump. It's perfect. Um, uh, But maybe the idea is that uh, that won't be happening until after he's left office. I don't know. But let's uh, listen to Pastor uh, Enloe. And by the way, I know that um, I just want to mention this. For those of you who might be new to the show, because I know some of you are probably rolling your eyes at this and you're probably thinking, who is this pastor Enlo and why is he so ridiculous? And this is a silly theory. And I agree, you're probably right. But for those of you who are new, we do have kind of an unofficial policy on the show in an instant like this. I'm going to play the audio for you. I believe that it would, uh, especially in the spirit of the holidays, including Christmas, in case Tony's listening. I believe that we should listen to this and listen to Pastor Enlow, not only with open minds, but with open hearts, shall we? So let's let's listen to him explain uh, the new uh, the, the new system of before Trump and after Trump. This is this is very exciting if this is true. I was asking the Lord about it. He hadn't told me. And I was like, Lord, you still haven't showed me. And then on March, right when I'm saying that I have this 
oh, it's not an open vision, but it was a vision. Oh. And in the vision, I see this circular mountain that goes up and there's a path all the way up. And at the top is Donald Trump and he's on a motorcycle and he's on, on a motorcycle and he's making a lot of noise with it. And he has red, white and blue bandana on his on his head. And so in an instant, it wasn't hard for me to figure out what was being said. It's the only time I've ever, while seeing a vision, actually talked out loud. And I go, oh, no, because I was like, this means this is not going to be a peaceful exchange. This is not a peaceful transition we're going into. This is, is something more. And then I was brought in real close to the motorcycle and it was triumph, which is further confirmation. And so I was like, Lord, as I'm saying that, the first thing he said is, he is going to save you from things you don't know you need to be saved from yet. And then the Lord progressively began to speak regarding that. And he said, this time in the presidency is going to be a hinge of the ages. And Ooh. you be known as before Trump and after Trump because of the way <laughs> I'm going to use him. I'm using wow. him as a Trump card, but I'm the Trump card player. And so your nation will be known as before Trump and after Trump. And wow. he said, the nations the will be known as before Trump, after Trump. And the Lord, it was like, I'm really not interested in your all's vote this time. I'm doing it. I usually give you all that option. This time I'm not. This oh. is a rescue operation from heaven. This is <laughs> this is a, a, a moment of the ages. This will go down. This time period will go down as a before and after AD, you know, a, a, but BC, AD, the, depending on what terminology you use AC, now. AC, DC, whatever, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, Pastor Enloe. Now, uh, and he, he's probably right because, after all, he did receive a vision. And uh, who are we to question that if you receive a vision? Michael Martineau, have you ever received a vision from uh, from the Lord? I have not. Right. But if you do, uh, don't be surprised if it's explaining to you how time will be different in the future. And, and don't be surprised if the vision includes uh, Trump on a motorcycle— with a, a red, white, and blue uh, bandana. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yes, it would be. That would be quite a vision. So uh, let's see. Uh, Tom uh, Tom Blanchard. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Tony Petrello said this. I apologize. I got the wrong uh, T name here. Uh, Tony said, don't forget 2020 will be hindsight. Oh, my goodness. Well, that does deserve an air horn, sir. There we go. So I think we'll play... Uh, We'll take a break. It is the top of the hour. We'll be back with uh, more Unleashed in a few minutes. But let's, uh, well, we got a little uh, teaser of this. Let's, this is for you, uh, Tony. If you're not Tony Petrello, but the, the Tony who uh, who called yesterday. A little uh, a little Andy Williams, unencumbered by the uh, voice of uh, EZG in the background. Here it is. This is uh, Happy Holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the 
It's the holiday season And Santa Claus has got a toy For every good girl and good little boy Santa's a great big bundle of joy When he's coming down the chimney down He'll have a big fat pack upon his back And lots of goodies for you and for me So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick Hanging on the Christmas tree It's the holiday season The holiday season So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-dock Don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney down The Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Hello, yeah, it's been a while. Not much what you know. I'm not sure why Trump called I guess he really just wanted Some quid pro quo And he was thinking maybe later on He'd hold assistance for a while It's misdemeanors and yes high crimes And he really should go to trial Yes I'm talking about removing him And he should go to jail for life And there are polls that are showing he's going down And I'd really love impeachment tonight We could just charge him for the bribery part Article 1, yeah, to impeach or send him home with obstruction counts You see, it really doesn't matter much to me Yes, I'm talking about removing him And he should go to jail for life And there are polls that are showing 
impeachment tonight. He broke all his promises, yet he knows how to lie. We won't take your games no more. No, we don't love you. Now say goodbye. Yes, I'm talking about removing him, and he should go to jail for life. There are polls that are showing he's going down And I'd really love impeachment tonight, really love impeachment tonight. Yes, I'm talking about removing him And he should go to jail for life And there are polls that are showing he's going down And I'd really love impeachment tonight, really impeachment tonight. Yes, I'm talking about removing him Impeachment Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. You put on that there dress you wore and bought some phony hair. Rudy, are you Compton? Asylum over there The writing on the wall says Trump and you are going down Don't take your phone to town It wasn't you who started that Ukrainian quid pro quo But you were proud to act for Trump and be his favorite hoe And it's hard to understand you man, your brain's been martinized Oh Got some bloodshot eyes You're screaming now I heard you being thrown under the bus The way I know you've acted Is just downright treasonous Imagine your new bathroom 
sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.